by sampling the wealth of music and sound effects available on audio fidelity stereo discs, you can take a trip around the world without leaving your easy chair. Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. I'm your host, Justin Lamb, and this is episode 40. Like 40 ounces of beer, like 40 little acorns on a ranch eaten 40. It's very exciting. Very, very exciting. Uh, let me first say thank you for helping us get to 40. And then let me second say, uh, I want to move this along because I've got a beautiful, delicious, dark beer in front of me that I'm excited to open. And I'm going to be talking about one of the nicest people in Hollywood, Matthew Lillard, a.k.a. Matt Lillard, a.k.a. Stu Mocker from Scream, or Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, or any number of other characters that he has made memorable over the years. Uh, we'll get into that. I'll tell you why it's funny that <laughs> this is the focus of this week's podcast. And um, we'll talk about more fun stuff, because that's what we do here. And if you ever hear an episode and you're like, I don't think that was fun stuff, listen to it like 10 more times, and you'll be quoting it. You'll be somewhere, it'll just be in your head. It'll just be stuck in your head, because it's good stuff even if you don't know it. It's amazing. That's also a form of hypnosis. Let's get to it. Alright, section one, as per usual, is the beer, the modern beer, if you will. And on the note of modern beers, one of the most modern things that's out there right now is non-alcoholic beers, because we live in an alcoholic-induced uh, country. It's insane. I was actually in Washington, D.C. last week, and could not for the life of me find a non-alcoholic beer, not even like an O'Doul's. I had to go to a Bar Louie and order an O'Doul's because there was no pub in sight that had uh, anything. St. Pauli Girl, Buckler, uh, any of the standard ones that you would find places. Nowhere. Very sad. Which is weird because they were just voted, I think, like, the city that consumes the most alcohol in the country. So you'd think, you know, if it's a city of people with alcohol problems, they would have an alternative. But apparently they don't. But I'm home now, and I have this beautiful Bravis Brewing Oatmeal Stout. Now, like I said, it's non-alcoholic, which is a little weird to people that there would be a non-alcoholic stout. And if you remember my review of Bravis's IPA, I was a little skeptical at first, too. But the second it touched my mouth, I went, oh, I forgot what this tastes like. I miss stouts. I miss them bad. Be drinking soon, folks. But until then, we have wonderful things that we get to find across the country. Bravis Brewing out of California has offered us this. Oh, that's good stuff. Oatmeal Stout. And it uh, it's it's fantastic. I mean, you get that that coffee in it right off the bat. Uh, the chocolate and oatmeal kind of sit in the back of your throat. And everything is fantastic. It tastes so good. And this is the first thing that I've had. I guess that's true. The IPA was a nice little lifesaver. But I had the IPA in June and I stopped drinking in May. So it wasn't that long. So it's been 
what four months now so this stout was like very refreshing super delicious um the color is as you would find any other stout it's dark can't see through it or anything like that it's thick it's got a really light head and not highly carbonated um just really good and the flavors are unbelievable less than half percent alcohol which is insane and i believe 13 ibus that might even be higher than you'd think but bravis brewing all they do is non-alcoholic beer they're founded in 2015 and they're going strong every time they do a batch they run out of it available via mail order to anywhere in the country or uh stop by their brewery in mid california is that what you say central california <laughs> you know the mid california uh delicious go check it out it will make your mouth go mm, oh what is this oh what is this flavor i like this is this uh, chocolate this is uh, uh, oatmeal uh oh what is it uh, cappuccino is the espresso the uh the coffee the cafe on my tongue that's uh that was a really bad accent i'm sorry to everyone I have potentially offended with whatever the hell that was. Let's move along. Let's go to the main part of the show. So why'd you come home to sleepless town? It's a lifetime commitment recovering the satellites anybody really wants to know All right, this week's topic, like I said in the intro, one of the nicest guys in Hollywood, Matthew Lillard. A little backstory, Uh, Matthew, as far as I go, I met Matthew Lillard at a Scream Anniversary Horror Movie Festival, Con, whatever they're called, uh, in Chicago, and I, I... he was super nice to everybody all day. He's one of those people that tries to stick around and meet as many people as possible and hang out with them and not just, you know, charge $800,000 for a picture and then tell you to fuck off. He actually, uh, is super chill and, and tries to talk to people and hang out with them as long as they're not, you know, super weird and creepy, I'm sure. But, uh, they were him, Nev Campbell and, uh, oh, she's going to hate me if she ever hears this, but <laughs> what's her name from the craft? Uh, we're all there in the elevator going upstairs at the end of the night and me and my wife happened to be going up at the elevator at the same time uh, to our room and so we ended up riding the elevator the whole way up and even though i was in the elevator with nev campbell my like lifetime crush since i was a teenager who apparently matthew lillard dated at some point i'm not going to get into that Uh, but that was uh that was amazing and i got to just kind of chat with him and we talked about michigan because he's from michigan and obviously i live there here wherever we're talking about and just like super nice chill person and uh down to talk and and be friendly and it was it was pretty remarkable and as someone that lived in hollywood and has met plenty of douchebags uh, that work in the industry it was it was very refreshing to meet uh, someone that is not that way uh he's a very grateful person and I found out even more so when I listened to <laughs> Dax Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert, where he was a guest this week as well. So here's the funny part about that, and then we're going to get into his movies. 
I, uh, this is somewhat embarrassing on my part, but I messaged Matt Lillard uh, a little over a week ago. And I said, hey, next week you're going to be the topic of conversation on the podcast. I'd love to, you know, get a quote or if I could interview you, that'd be awesome. Anything at all, that'd be cool. And I sent it like via Instagram direct message. So obviously there, I did not expect a reply, nor do I in the future. But uh, <laughs> I was talking to Erica, my wife, about it because I, I listened to Dax Shepard's podcast and they did Without a Paddle in like, like 2005, I think together and I would they seem like they would be friends and he's had everyone he's worked with on his podcast so I was like isn't it weird that Matthew Lillard's never been on Dax Shepard's podcast and then I asked him to be on mine and then he was on Dax Shepard's podcast the week I asked him to be on mine so here's what I think happened and this is completely false and I'm absolutely positive this is not the way things went down but for my own dream and lack of reality Let's say this is how it went down. I message Matt Lillard. I say, hey, I'd love to have you on the podcast. We're going to be talking about your movies from the 90s. He sees it. He sees podcast, assumes it's Dax Shepard, and just calls him up and say, hey, I'd love to be on your podcast. And Dax Shepard doesn't want to be rude, so he just plays it off. He's like, oh, cool. I'm glad. And then schedules him to come on. And all the while, I'm the one that started the whole damn thing. Now, none of that actually happened, but delusion can be super fun, can't it? So, Matthew Lillard came about, came about, uh, in the 90s with his his first major movie role was in Serial Mom in 1994. If you remember that, that is with Kathleen Turner, uh, Ricky Lake, and Sam Waterston, which is quite a cast to get to work with uh, as a, I mean, I imagine, let's see, 94... I don't know. I don't know why I was just pretending I knew how old he was. I'm sure he's in his 40s, or he's pushing 40. And uh, I can't imagine being like a, a teen or maybe just newly 20, 21, getting cast with uh, like Kathleen Turner. That had to be huge. And Sam Watterson. Ricky Lake, I mean, cool. Uh, <laughs> but that was his first role. And after that, it's it's just been... Continuous. I mean, this is a guy that, regardless of what it is, like, he's constantly trying to work. He's making sure that he's always working. This is someone who's acting because he likes acting. So he he takes on jobs, and obviously, I'm sure they hope everything goes really well uh, as far as financially and openings and everything. But can't predict that. So after Serial Mom, he landed three movies uh, at the same time, and they came out like a little little bit apart. But those three movies, two of them I, I've seen. The third one we have talked about on this podcast because I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? So Hackers, uh, great movie. And if you think about he got all these movies at the same time, think about Matthew Lillard's hair in all these movies. So Hackers, where he's got like the weird braid dreads going on. Um, Scream, where he's got the, you know, the curly blonde, probably closer to his natural hair in that uh, and then <laughs> this third movie that came out between the two, I think, Animal Room. We've talked about this before because it's super weird. Uh, it's just got Matthew Lillard, Neil Patrick Harris, and Amanda Peet. And I think we brought this up during the Scream episode because I was talking about other movies Matthew Lillard did. And I saw this and I'd never heard of it. And Neil Patrick Harris and Amanda Peet. I mean, when I was a teenager, like Amanda Peet, anything she was in, uh, that movie Whipped, uh, Whole Nine Yards, I was like, ooh. I like that Amanda Peet. 
got to see that movie. So I'm surprised this one got past me. People, I worked at Blockbuster. How did this get past me? So anyway, uh, that's still on my list of things to watch. I just, you know, I'm not going to pay for it. I'm going to wait for it to be on Hulu or Amazon or something. Sorry. And then we have, uh, I mean, I mentioned Scream, but let's not brush past it. Scream to a lot of people, I think, was Matthew Lillard's breakout role. But as he pointed out in an interview I just listened to, he, he didn't even make the cover of the movie. You know, like Skeet Ulrich is on there. And then the the famous three, Dewey and Sydney and uh, Gail Weathers. But no, uh, no Matthew Lillard. It didn't even make the cover. So it didn't do for as much for him as uh, everybody appears to think that it did. But it is the greatest horror movie of my generation. And it really brought back the whole genre. So good thing to be a part of, I suppose. And I think it's one of the most memorable roles. Whether or not it did stuff for his career. I mean, when you think of how he delivered some of Kevin Williamson's lines. And then you find out some of the stuff he improved in that. Uh, that were like the nice comedy breakup of intense scenes of murder. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just great. And Hackers, he's a little wacky. I'm very curious. Oh, Animal Room, his hair is dark. Looks dark brown, maybe almost black. And it's like bowl cut with these heavy fucking bangs. It looks pretty funny. But as the decade progressed, some more killer roles for Matthew Lillard. Uh, SLC Punk, which is an upcoming episode just about that movie. Um, potentially combined with another couple movies, depending on how much you guys want to hear me yap about SLC Punk. Because that movie was legit, man. I was a little punk rocker in the 90s. And that movie was awesome, and it really like made me think I wasn't punk at all because everyone in the movie was listening to a lot of late 70s, early 80s punk rock. The soundtrack was kick-ass. I mean, that movie introduced me to more bands than some of my friends did. Uh, and, oh, God, so good. And they question everything. And then the whole just the Reagan time when punk was about fucking hating... Reaganomics and everything that the president represented in the 80s. You know, that's when punk was punk, I feel like, in the 80s. And we were all just posers in the 90s listening to, you know, Rancid. So, either way, that movie was amazing. Uh, sad ending, but Matthew Lillard's character in it is fantastic. And he's got the blue mohawk and just the blue spiky hair at other times. Uh, super kick-ass movie. And then... This this confused me too because if you look up this next movie, it's called Dead Man's Curve on lots of resources. And I don't know if there was a lawsuit or something involved, but I knew this movie as The Curve, and I knew this movie also because I worked at Blockbuster. This was one of many movies that came out at the time um, with the general idea that if you could get your roommate in college to kill himself you would get straight A's for the rest of the semester. Um, I'm pretty sure there's been some web searches that led to no one believing that that's true. But that's that was the, that was the thing you heard about. So there was a bunch of movies. Uh, there was The Curve with Matthew Lillard. Uh, I think last week we talked about Mark Paul Gossler was in Dead Man on Campus. So Dead Man on Campus was like the comedy version and then The Curve was the, like, suspense thriller version, and Carrie Russell's in that with him as well. 
there's a lot of those movies. And when I think about it, I think they all kind of blend together in my head. And when I look at the other actors, I don't think the other guys in that movie have done anything that I know of since. But it was a good movie. I'm sure it didn't have a great opening, and I don't even know if it actually went to screens or not, uh, or if it was just straight to video, but I liked it. I, uh, at that point, especially working at Blockbuster, I was renting anything Matthew Lillard came out in, um, being obsessed with Scream at the time. I wanted to support those actors any way I could, because I'm a supportive kind of guy. I'm here for you. And then we have She's All That. Now, if you're wondering where Matthew Lillard was in She's All That, then you missed some some funny cameos. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr., which this will be, I think, his first movie he works Freddie Prince Jr. And then there's a second one coming up that didn't do so hot. But we'll get to that in a second. But She's All That, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character, uh, loses his hot high school girlfriend to the guy from like MTV real world I think he was I think his character was like on the real world got kicked out of the real world house and his name was Brock which is just fantastic uh, it's so representative of that time and that show and that that's just a great little tongue in cheek I mean when you go back and watch some of these 90s teen movies they're just hilarious and some of the jokes you might not have got at the time are even funnier now even though a lot of the fashion and stuff doesn't hold up that can be said about most things but he is yeah he's the mtv beach house real world like douchebag floating in the inner tube and you know sleeping with everyone he can kind of guy it's a funny character um (laughs) and he's all that and she's all that something to think about and following that same year, 1999, the end of the decade, Matt Lillard does Wing Commander. Wing Commander, which if I'm not mistaken was based on the video game Wing Commander. Um, I think it was too early, personally, to make movies out of video games, since video games hadn't done much in graphics. Like, remember they made the Super Mario Brothers TV show? That was a sh- shithole. That didn't do... I don't know. Anyway, he's in Wing Commander, and he's a pilot. Freddie Prince Jr. is a pilot. I honestly don't think I saw the movie. I don't care too much. Um, In between all of these movies, he's in numerous TV shows, making cameos. He's in a number of other films. Um, He's doing voices for video games. Matt Lillard is always working and that's just in the 90s i mean if you like pull up his imdb and look at at the stuff that he's done and i don't obviously typically talk about stuff post 90s very often try to keep it within that realm if you know what i mean but some of the movies he's been in since the 90s uh, and this is literally a small fraction of his actual um, credits but uh, Love's Labor Lost, Summer Catch, 13 Ghosts, Scooby-Doo 1 and 2, and about 9 billion other Scooby-Doo things as Shaggy. Uh, Wicker Park, Without a Paddle, which we talked about earlier with Dax Shepard and Seth Green. Uh, and that was amazing because that pulled Seth Green in, uh, who I related to from the 90s from stuff like Can't Hardly Wait, and Austin Powers, and then Matthew Lillard from Scream. Like I was super excited about that movie. Uh, and I had no idea that it came out to such a great reception. Um, 
apparently that movie did phenomenally well. Uh, and then he was in The Groomsman. He was in the new Twin Peaks reboot show. Um, I don't know, Showtime, HBO, one of those stories, shows, stars. Who knows? Uh, and then he, most recently he was in Good Girls, which is a TV show um, with Mae Whitman, who, let's tie that back to the 90s, was the president's daughter in Independence Day. There you go. Uh, and like I said, that's a fraction of the stuff he's done since the year 2000. I mean, the guy is constantly working uh, and super nice. I mean, he has, I think he has kids too. I don't know how he even sees them. I feel like he's busy all the time, but who knows? I don't work in Hollywood anymore. I can't say the here nor there. Plus, you know, Hollywood was different when I was there. Everyone was doing drugs and having sex and rocking and rolling. Now it's all protein shakes and health bars. Just the rolling, no rocking. Very sad. Very sad. What's that? Here we go. All of the sun she disappears. Just yesterday she was here. Somebody tell me if I am sleeping. Someone should be with me here. Cause I wanna be alone. Alright, that is gonna do it for this episode of Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. Uh, Bravis Brewing, thank you for making delicious non-alcoholic beer that will ease my pain of not drinking actual delicious beer. Uh, that sounds like a slight. I'm not trying to sound like a slight. I second guess everything I say on this podcast. This is the ninth time I've recorded this episode. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true at all. Otherwise, I would have cut out a lot of stuff because I talk a lot. Sometimes I think I talk super fast, and then I wonder if people listen to this at one and a half times, and if that's even possible, and if I'm talking too fast, or if I don't actually talk that fast, and I just think I do, because I'm hearing myself in headphones right now. But, for the sake of trial, I'm going to talk super fast in a second, uh, for anyone that does listen to this at one and a half or two times speed. Okay, that was a great episode today. We had Matthew Lillard, and we didn't have Matthew Lillard. I wish I had Matthew Lillard, but he couldn't do it, and I tried, and I asked him, but he didn't go down. I can't talk that fast. Okay, fine, we're done. Jeez. I even have a little beer left. This was a short episode. This was a short, short episode. Unlike a long episode, like when I have a tantrum. My wife calls that a long episode. She said, oh, Justin was having an episode. It was a long episode. You know what I mean. I'm going to stop babbling, and thank you for listening. You can follow us at Beers and 90s on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can write me at beersand90s at gmail.com. Any comments, suggestions, requests, or feedback. And Matthew Lillard, if you do happen to hear this, uh, and you want me to interview you, that would be weird, but I still want to interview you, so if you'll let me, you let me know. And we'll see you next week for more fun-filled adventures with me. Okay, bye!